you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Want to give a quick shout out to the That's Not Scary Ghost Podcast starring me and my wife. Over at youtube.com slash that's not scary. Also found wherever podcasts can be found. Just search for that's not scary, a ghost podcast, and you'll find it right there. <laughs> Give a shout out to your own podcast. I got to advertise this thing, man. I got to no, advertise. What if I do advertise it? You're like, give a shout out. I'm like, oh. Yeah, to my and podcast. <laughs> and then he said, you're probably, I was like, all right, well, you want to plug? That's fine. Yeah, it's a shout out. It's a shout out. All right, yeah. You're pixel watching right now. Go watch a show. It's fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. We got a lot of stuff planned over there. It's awesome. Uh, and you'll make my wife happy. Uh, so anyways, I'm sending out the Steve notes. So we've got uh, 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 FC Friendo Club. And uh, if you're a patron or you throw us a Twitch sub or if you're a YouTube channel member, you get access to my personal notes that I take during each of these wrestling programs. And you will then understand why I only really pay attention to like half a shape. Like, oh, these notes right here, uh, I understand. Uh, it's a window into a person's soul. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like if the Unabomber watched Raw every Monday night. That's what you're getting with Steve Notes. Yeah, my notes are more like a, 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 an accountant <laughs> watching yeah. Raw. You do you do yours on the single hand calculator, don't you? Yeah, while I'm watching the show, don't you look at my, my keys? <laughs> You're like a stenographer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of which, I am in the process right now, as I'm talking, of uh, sending out the Steve notes finally to the YouTube channel members. Those will go there out go. in there five, four, three. Oh, no. While you work. do that, so Raw was on tonight, and uh, it felt every minute of the three hours, and it felt like it was definitely written today. Uh, uh, it, it was it was a bit of a mess. You know, like any episode of Raw, no matter how lousy it is, we'll always have some good segments. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, what? So I understand there's one thing that really perplexed me. That was a retribution? That's another thing. Oh, wow. But okay. I want to talk about this first. Retribution is something that we're, I feel like we've talked about a lot in the past, and we're going to talk about a lot more in the future because they're going to continually continue to bungle this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a very small thing, a very simple thing. Okay. Yet, uh, it really threw me for a curveball, and it really upset me. Nikki Cross has new music. That is oh. in no way fitting for her as a character yeah. at all. It's got period. Lyrics. It's got lyrics though. It doesn't sound. Generic. It sounds like it sounds like Elias could have been singing it, or it could be Lacey Evans' new theme. It has like a southern rock type feel. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Nothing yeah. about it makes me think 
Nikki Cross. And I understand they got the CFO business that they're trying to, you know, like yeah. get those out of there and get new songs in here. But there's a measure of consistency you have. Not You don't have to do another song that sounds exactly like her old theme, which was great. That was like the last vestige of sanity. Was oh, it, was, it was great, yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, because you know, Killian Dane's was... probably going to end up using that Drake Maverick pop song now. Oh, gosh. So, but at least come up with something that is representative, embodies mm-hmm. Nikki Cross, the character. Yeah. This doesn't do that. Yeah. Period. I, when, when, when she came out to it, I thought that they had simply kept on playing whosoever music was previous. And I was like, Lacey Evans. And I was like, Oh, did they change up Lacey Evans? No, wait a second. I just heard her theme song. It was like normal. Did they change it to like transition into this? And then Nikki just kept on going. I was like, no, this is her new theme music. It didn't. It. Yeah. I I feel you on it. I feel you on it. Uh, that was the least of right. I don't know. Raw had some cool stuff. Let's let's start off with some pop. They had some cool stuff. Well, no, Randy well, no, Orton and the Fiend are gonna fight, man. That's kind of cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's cool. A lot of people aren't into it, given what happened the last time they had a program. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. I mean, you mentioned retribution. Let's talk about that. Let's get the bad no, out. Come of the way on. Let's get some good. Let's start off on a good note. Why? Because it's like people are oh going and raw. They're known for being positive and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, I'm just saying, let's get the bad stuff and the stuff that okay. there was issue with out of the way. And then we can spend the, the remainder hour of the show being positive. What are they doing with Retribution right now? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. They had an opportunity tonight to kind of right the ship somewhat. So it's an elimination tag match, which we thought we'd get at Survivor Series. But given that Bob Lashley is the U.S. Tip, by the way, I totally called NXT not being involved in Survivor Series. Yeah, and they, that's had the, they had the yellow in it, though. They're and like I said that's little... not going to happen. The only reason NXT was involved last year because it was going, going to USA. They're hoping to make a huge splash for the NXT at Survivor Series and to try to get uh, one up on AEW. Didn't work. They don't care about NXT anymore. <laughs> they had a little that's sliver what... of yellow in the graphic. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> they'll get they, one and match, they but they're not be involved tonight. They stopped the yellow in the um, graphic. Uh, they had an opportunity to right the ship with Retribution, so it came down to Ali and Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Now, if you want to book Ali as like someone to pay attention to, they don't. I know, but if you want to, yeah, he wins that match. He eliminates yeah, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric, yeah. which based yep. on the power levels of everybody involved, granted, Mustafa Ali hasn't been on Raw a whole lot. He's been having a lot of really good matches on main events, so I hear, yeah. um, would be completely plausible. And it would actually be, you know, say Ali eliminates Shelton first, and then you get the showdown between Ali and Cedric, yeah. given their history so together. So much history. That could have been really cool. Yeah. Maybe Ali has to cut a corner or two to get yeah, the win right. over Cedric. Yeah. It pushes the feud along. Why would her business bother with retribution anymore? I don't know. And then Ali just runs away. At yeah, the end. just runs away. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like a new level. It's like what's more chicken shit than chicken shit heel. The best part is afterwards he has a promo and says, effectively, yeah, losses don't matter to us. Yeah. We thrive in creating chaos. I dude, I didn't so like I knew that he said that after the fact because that's what I saw people saying on Twitter. But like I was so I literally could not physically my brain turned off my ears. I didn't know that could happen. As soon as he started talking, I just was with rage. Like, why do I care what you're saying right now? Why do I care one fucking word what you're saying right now? I don't care. You don't win. You lose always, constantly, forever, well, always. They had him try to explain what, that them losing doesn't really matter to them. It doesn't matter because they're on a mission. He at and least the mission should is sowing 
chaos. He at least should say, we have ironclad contracts, so all we want to do is, like, hurt people. Here's another thing, too. You know, he, he, he talked about sowing chaos. That's how they ultimately win. Mm-hmm. What chaos have they sown since, like, the, like the last four weeks? Yeah. Pretty much since Ali joined Retribution the week afterwards, they weren't on TV. Yeah. Can I, can, I, can I nitpick something on this, too? Please. Their, their entrance, now that they're not coming through the crowd anymore? The, it's it's just like you remember how when Sanity showed up on yeah, main roster totally what it is. and totally they what ruined it, it. They it was like uh, what's his face Dunn, Kevin, Kevin Dunn, Dunn or whatever. Yeah. He got his hands on it. it. Was like oh no, I just disappeared. Kevin Dunn's in control of uh, we, uh, going in wrong. Zoom in and out. Yeah, yeah. It was like all of a sudden when Sanity would come out, it was just like their entrance, but like times eleven. Like it was it nauseating. Was, it was nauseating, and like he just is doing the same thing for Retribution. I, I like their theme song. It doesn't really fit them or what they're supposed no. to be. But, no. like, they come out. It's a good song, though. They come out, and, like, the camera is just so hokey. It's, dude, it's just, it is simply put, old-ass men trying to, like, come up with edgy ideas to present them. And it sucks. It sucks. Why is it? Here's the crazy. It's funny because I saw this on Twitter while while we're going down the dark path here, and we'll get to the positivity of sec people. Yeah, yeah we'll just, get there. We're let's get let's get the issues out of the way, and then we'll we're move positive on to people. Stuff. Anyways, uh, but here's the thing: we're not. I don't feel like either of us are here dumping on it just to dump on it. We want retribution to be good. We want Ali to succeed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's it what, comes from a it comes from a place of 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 a deep caring. We don't yeah. do it just to be negative. Yeah. I, mean, I don't feel like this. We're being we're being unreasonably critical. This is what this is what gets me, dude. This is this is the thing. Like, it's so funny because so Keith Lee, a guy who's beloved by everybody, right? Okay, absolutely, absolutely, has a hard time against Elias and really only wins that match. I think really the way that story was going, unless they would have had him kick out or something, unless in kayfabe he's like strong enough to kick out of whatever Elias is going to do up in the top. So it'd be, it'd be a top rope elbow. Keith Lee, yeah. So Keith Lee gets a win that's tainted by Jeff Hardy. It protects Elias against Keith Lee for some reason, even though Keith Lee should be an unstoppable monster, right? Yeah. So of course Twitter then blows up. Well, why can't he just get a clean win? It's so funny. Why I can't know. why can't Ali, now that he's got a big role, why can't he be booked as like an actual threat with his group of villains, right? And then I go and I'm like, you know, just out of curiosity, it, because somebody tweeted at me and said, yeah, but why do WWE fans continue to watch? Here's the funny thing. I looked up just out of curiosity. It was like just two years ago, which feels like nothing, like 2018. We were in the office. I think we we're like brand new in the office. We we're having a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Raw this week will be lucky to crack 1.7 million average, yep. right? Total yep. viewership. Two years ago. Two years ago, this article on Sports Kita pointed out a new low for Monday Night Raw. What, viewership, viewership is down 12% from last week's show, which last week's show, the, the first show of May 2018, averaged 3 million viewers. So that week, May 9th, or May 8th rather, Raw drew 2.7 million. So uh, that's a million less that's huge. or that's more huge. than it is now. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Thurston, Russell Nomics from Russell Nomics. I think his name is Brandon Thurston. 
um, he posted a, a series of graphs from a Google Trends um, over the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of search results, you know, and there's normal ebb and flow across basically every other sport or sporting industry, and then except for WB, which is a steady and slow descent uh, downward to the current day. He posted in terms another of interest in terms of Google searches about WB. This is going to make some people mad. But he posted another graph kind of similar to that in terms of search terms and stuff. And you know when that really kicked off, when the downward trend really like fell off a cliff? It was hmm. gender. As oh. soon as Jinder Mahal became champion, if you look at their search term, like wow. uh, uh, searchability stuff or whatever it is, it falls off a cliff. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um it's that kind of stuff. When you have when you have wrestlers that you sign and you build an NXT to the point where it's like, man, something about Keith Lee really connects with people. I mean, this is not a knock on Elias necessarily. I I don't really care about him. There was a time when I thought he was pretty funny and I, I liked his thing, but it just sort of hit a ceiling and from then I just didn't care. But nobody's out there saying, why can't Elias get a win? Nobody's, you know, n- nobody's saying that. People want simple things. Keith Lee is a popular guy. You know you can make money with putting him as a top guy. Why don't you just do it? Why don't you just give him quality wins? Why do you job him out to guys like Braun Strowman, even if it was a low blow? Why does he have to struggle? I mean, you can have him struggle because it's interesting storyline-wise, but why is it he's struggling against a guy like Elias? Yeah. It's stuff like that. Mustafa Ali, who is beloved and people want to see him succeed. And you have the ingredients for something really great with retribution. You have amazing talent. You've got a, a premise that has worked before and you can tweak it a little bit to make it its own thing. Mm-hmm. You've got a decent name. Retribution's an okay name. Mm. Um but they they just they just don't it, people tune out when they see this crap. And then some of them don't tune back in to the tune of over two years, a million people plus more plus. And I know COVID had something to do with it, but the NBA had great ratings in their bubble. Well, here's the thing. The W's ratings were in a downward trajectory even before COVID. Yeah, they were. It was like 5 million average viewers in what, like 2015 or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's been a a sharp, sharp, sharp drop. You know, some of that could be explained by the, you know, the there's more, TV options, but that's been the case for almost a decade now, you know? So do we sound a little bit like JD right now? Maybe. No, Maybe. because we're not being unreasonable. We're not oh, wow. saying anything's garbage. Shots fired. <laughs> garbage! We're not saying anything's garbage. JD's always been very nice to us in well, person. He's always been so, and he's totally always been really cool. Yeah. He's got his thing and yeah. and, and that's that's totally fine. He, I have actually heard his, uh, his defense on why people say, why are you so big? And it's similar to what you just said, which is because I care about the, I care about wrestling. I want it to get better. That was a really good JD, by the way. Anyways, uh, so let's talk about some positive. I'm excited about this. Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Did you say that you saw some, uh, some uh, pushback on this on Twitter? Yeah, there's some people on Twitter. I saw her saying, well, like it went so well the first time. Uh, here's the thing, though. This a is lot a of it Randy did. Orton. It just the last bit didn't. Yeah, a lot of it was it was good until you know we said if the end result of this is boring face Randy Orton, this is gonna be garbage, and all garbage, mm-hmm. all for naught. And of course, we got boring face Randy Orton at the end of it. So the end result was garbage, but a lot of the build was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a different Randy Orton. 
a way different Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, they already several times tonight referenced the previous feud. If it's a situation where Bray more or less outwardly says, not only coming in kind of a meta sense, not only am I coming for redemption, getting that title back that you took off me, Randall Keith Orton, I'm coming from redemption. Again, like a meta sense, creatively, because the last time it was such crap, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the end result was such crap, I'm coming to give myself and the viewers out there a more satisfying creative experience than we did last time. If any, if any post performance center feud deserves, I'm not going to say needs, but warrants a cinematic, cinematic match. match. I would love to see this because I'll be, you know, the the whole Randy Orton, a lot of what they did or some of what they did back then during that feud was cinematic. I mean, you had the uh, House of Horrors match. Yeah, that was a cinematic. Uh, Randy Orton burning down the house was filmed cinematically. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's a lot they can do with this feud. I really like it. And I really like I really like that Drew hasn't simply moved on. So it might be more likely that this is going to end up being a bit of a triple threat feud then. And maybe they're devising that to protect everybody involved because you're, you're more likely to sort of make everybody look better. Yeah. And I I also like that drew was almost kind of like, all right, at the beginning of the show. All right. Randy got the better of me. Uh, mm, you know, I, uh, you know, he brings up the Rocky muscles, get into it. So he comes out and he's like, truth is no excuses. Uh, I lost, but I promise you I'll be champ again. He brings up this Rocky quote. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about uh, Sorry, it's not about how hard you hit, about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. And he says, yeah, I might seem like I'm in a good mood, but if you could read my mind right now, you'd be scared. But it's, you know, it seems like he's kind of obviously torn about losing the title, but you know he's come to terms with it to a degree. Anyways, Miz and Morrison come out and just talk a bunch of crap uh, Miz hypes himself up, and that Super it, it, it seems yeah. like that encounter lights a fire under Drew. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, everybody thinks I'm a chump now. Yeah, everybody thinks come out here, yeah. run their mouth, and, and get away with it. He's warning them the entire time because they yep. go on and on and on. And he's more, he's like, don't do this, don't do this. And then Miz fine, like Morrison said, oh, it's probably going to take you another 19 years to get your next title. And then uh, Miz gets up in his face and and talks more crap, and then he doles out a headbutt to Miz. And then a forearm to Morrison, and then throws Morrison like across the ring. I I forget if it's once or twice. Twice, yeah. Okay, twice. He does it again, like later on during his match with the Miz. It was great. Morrison is so great at selling, dude. Oh um, man. So uh, so yeah. And then they go scurrying off. Uh, uh, Drew stomps on Miz's sunglasses, and yeah. uh, as he's sort of uh, yeah, he's got sort of a bit of a Drew maniacal look on his face, and said, "Oh, I've got a great idea for tonight." I got to talk to management about this one. It's going to be a bad night for Miz and Morris. Yeah. I thought that was, was pretty good stuff. Um, I did like, though, that, you know, they're they're chumps, but they were stepping up to Drew. And I don't know if this is going to satisfy your path of Miz looking more legit and less bumbling because they did kind of look a bit they, bumbling tonight. Yeah, they did. And, and, and Miz got his ass kicked later on. Um, if if it weren't for interference from John Morrison, it'd probably been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they stepped up to someone who they thought was was broken and defeated. Mm-hmm, However, yeah. Drew is not broken. He is not defeated. Uh, it's a tactical error on Miz's part. 
hubris, arrogance. Here's where here's where I I think it's more interesting though. This is why I like all these elements. You've got Orton, you got Drew. They're not done. You got the Fiend. Who the hell knows what he's going to bring into it? If anybody is savvy enough and opportunistic enough to take advantage of all these combustible elements and somehow end up with the title, Miz is your guy. I don't know, man. Of what we've seen of him lately, I don't have that. I don't have that much faith in him. Could it? I mean, is it? I, I, I'm sure. I'm almost positive that Vince McMahon has not decided yet. He he didn't put this this contract on Miz thinking this is a sure cash in. He's going to no, get the title. If he's looking for a sure cash in, he probably wouldn't have put it on the Miz. But he Here's put it on him as a possibility. Here's the thing. Here's the thing too. I was thinking about this this morning. We're taking the long road to get to this raw recap, but this is something I thought about this morning. So, uh, if anybody who was actually in the Money in the Bank match had any claim to that briefcase apart from Otis, it would be AJ Styles. He was on SmackDown at the same time as Otis. Mm -hmm. You could have easily had AJ with Joseph Park, Mm -hmm. have him be his lawyer, Mm -hmm. come in and Mm -hmm. say, make the same argument the Miz has. The only difference between AJ and Miz is AJ doesn't have the experience of being a prior Money in the Bank winner. And I understand that that adds extra dimension to the Miz aspect of things. I get that. Oh, that's so superficial, though. I agree with you it 100%. Is. This this really should have been AJ. Because if AJ, you know, pulled the strings, uh, bribed JBL to get the briefcase, oh, shit, AJ Styles, Mr. Money in the Bank, he can mm-hmm. cash in whatever. It'd be totally believable. Yeah. Just the way they've been booking the Miz the last six months or so, he and Morrison are, are, are a couple of bumbling fools 90% of the time. And what I saw tonight didn't necessarily change that. Fair enough. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, After that, we had agents. So it was announced at that point that uh, and then it was later on the full uh, width and breadth of Survivor Series. We're getting champion versus champion. Randy Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns. Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Uh, no NXT, uh, despite the little sliver of, of hope they gave us with the yellow color in the graphic. Uh, Street Profits versus The New Day. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Bob Lashley, which you know Sammy is itching to bring back the sisters. 
uh, uh, Tom Phillips referenced the sisters. Oh, Bob, Bob yeah, Lashley okay. Sisters tonight, uh, and then Oscar versus Sasha Banks. I don't know if you mentioned that, but that yeah. was announced too. Uh, and then there will be uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, and uh, for both men and women, we got uh, most of those teams figured out. We got three fifths of the Raw team yeah. and all the women's team. Yeah, so we can uh, speculate who's going to be uh, left on those teams. Uh, speaking of, they had three qualifiers to fill out the men's team. First one was AJ Styles. So uh, Louis Dangor of WrestleTalk, when they announced these matches, made a point that uh, all six men competing in these matches tonight, uh, none of them were on Raw prior to August. So Keith Lee is the longest tenured superstar of any, any of them competing in these matches tonight. <laughs> That's funny. That is hilarious. Uh, well, okay. This isn't really a defense of this. Because I agree with the the, 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 the concept that, yeah, it's kind of silly. But AJ Styles, he's a bad guy. Why would he have brand loyalty? Uh, Seamus, bad guy. Why would he have brand loyalty? Elias, bad guy. He should only have loyalty to himself. Wait, Elias, Elias lost. I know, but he was in the call. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Keith Lee, like you said, longest tenured member of Raw. feels like he got here yesterday. Yeah, he's, um, he's been on Raw for two months. But, you know, hey, NXT's not involved. This is my yeah. brand. This is my home. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to prove Lee, something. Of any of the six of them, makes sense. Keith Lee does. Yeah. Everybody else is, has been on SmackDown for like two weeks. Yeah. So, Why should they care? So they're, they're uh, are you Raw? Uh, they're motivations wouldn't really line up it, uh, you know if it was like a bunch of faces and that's one and i know that in previous brand versus brand multi-man or multi-person matches you know it hasn't always been fa- it's been like a, a mix of heels and faces i get that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they still come together for brand loyalty but you know aj styles especially with jordan uh behind him man he he's been doing some really fun work uh we got a promo for him He's saying he should be Survivor Series Team Raw captain. Uh, he's like, who do I have to prove myself to? Adam Pierce, uh, the ham and eggers in the back. He says, uh, and then he sort of pivots and talks about his associate. He's like, take one look at him. Well, you know what? People don't like. He doesn't like people talking to him. He doesn't like people looking at him. And then he pivots to Jeff Hardy. He calls him a cheater. Says, if you try to do to me what you did last night to Elias, my associate won't like it. Uh, so they have their match. Jeff Hardy comes out. They have their match. Our first commercial cliffhanger is Jeff Hardy launching himself out of the ring and getting caught by Jordan. And Jordan sort of looks funny at him. And then we yeah, go we to commercial. Anything else? Anything else? So there wasn't even. I was like in the kitchen. They didn't have a replay of like what Jordan did with Jeff Hardy after that. No. Like hmm. go to the commercial cut. You know, during commercial. You know, have Jordan ram into the ring post or something. You know. Good to see Jordan has. The, the knees and ankles to catch a guy mm-hmm. uh, and like the understanding of where you need to be planted. Yeah, your base. Good because base. now every time somebody's supposed to catch somebody outside, I think of Rich Holland. Um, and Jordan's a tall dude. Or <laughs> I was half expecting tonight one of the uh, the video from Rex Chapman's Twitter feed to, to go down. Oh, boy. Can't, I it can't get out of my head, Larson. No, I can't either. And that's the first, basically the first thing I saw this morning. Uh, it's a decent enough match. Yeah. Uh, uh, you were expecting Elias to cost Jeff Hardy. I saw your tweet. Uh, cost Jeff Hardy this particular bout. He did not. No. Jeff Hardy 
Took the L. Clean as a whistle. Okay, so how much of a distraction was was Jordan to Jeff Hardy in this? He finish? just stood there because it didn't really there. look like much of a distraction. Because commentary kept on saying, "Oh, the distraction of Jordan," and I he was just like, stood there. "He just ate this thing clean." He just stood there, and then Hardy was slow to get to the top rope. Yeah, yeah okay. but that didn't lead directly yeah, to the finish. Right, there were a couple moves in between. All right. And then Elias came in after the match, after AJ won with a phenomenal forearm, and then he he destroys a guitar over Jeff Hardy's back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had our truth interview. Um, he's talking about everybody at, at Hell in a Cell getting wanting to get their hands on the twenty four seven title, and so tonight's Lucha House Party versus Tazawa and Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he's going to be out there scouting his competition. He says being the twenty four seven champ is dangerous. He eats dangerously. Sleeps danger dangerously. His third middle name is dangerously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was funny stuff. Uh, after that, we had uh, Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa in tag team action versus the Lucha House Party. Uh, during this match, our truth came strutting down to scout his competition because he's uh, feels emboldened now. Uh, of course, they all take shots at him. The ref, <laughs> the ref doesn't even so like there's shenanigans on the outside. Where uh, Truth takes it, I think, to like uh, Drew Gulak. Ref doesn't stop this match. And commentary starts laughing about it, too. This match continues. This match is still going. Uh, so yeah. everybody's trying to get our Truth. Lince Dorado tries to hit a splash from the top onto Truth, but Truth ducks. So Lince ends up landing on Gulak and gets three. Uh, at that point, everybody's going after Truth. They keep on rolling him up. He survives all of them and runs off. Yep. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Firefly Funhouse. And uh, uh, so it starts out with a bunch of the puppets, uh, especially Huskus eating a bunch of sweets. There's a bunch of sweets laid out mm-hmm. in front of them. And then uh, Bray, dressed as the Mad Hatter, welcomes us to the Mad Tea Party. Was there something and- significant about his contact lenses being so blue? He had the most blue contact lenses in his eyes. And mm-hmm. I was like, is there a, re- is there like a, is, I mean, he's not part of brand warfare. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, special guest was Alexa, and she brought some tea. <laughs> um, and when she comes in, Abby says, off with her head. Another uh, Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa pours some tea for Rambling Rabbit. He thinks it's quite delicious. Alexa says, oh, you want to know what's in it? Strawberry, peach, sugar, and a secret ingredient, arsenic. Arsenic. And then a Rambling Rabbit basically throws up all over. Himself. That was disgusting. That was so nasty. It looked it was like, like marmalade. Clay, yeah, marmalade. Throw yeah, up. it was gross. So, yeah. He says, uh, uh, Bray says, well, you're fitting right in. We're all a little mad down here. And Alexa asked him, how do you know I'm mad? And Bray says, well, because you fi- found yourself down here in the fun house. This is where you're comforted. He, Fiend, of course, protects you. There's only one thing you have to do. And they go close on Alexa. She closes her eyes, open them, and then she has contacts in it, too. Mm-hmm. But they're like red and white. Yeah, they're all creepy looking. She goes, let him in, let him in. And so she comes to and says, oh, yeah, by the way, Orton's going to be on Moment of Bliss. And it cuts to Bray, and he hears like, the sounds of like screaming and, mm-hmm. and structures on fire and yeah. stuff. And then behind him is like framed, because he's sort of framed to like screen uh, right and mm-hmm. you can see in the background there's a painting of his uh, house on fire when Randy Orton mm-hmm. burned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool stuff. I actually really liked Alexa's transition to Firefly Alexa. Um, and I'm kind of curious. I, I really hope that they get Tom Savini to get her a mask. 
I think mm-hmm. that could be really, really cool. I think she's doing be, really good be work so far. Be uh, interesting. After that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Keith Lee interview, is that right? Yep. Yeah, yep. so he's asked. really good, too. How are you going to bounce back from having your dick hit by Braun? Uh, questionable tactics, I think Charlie says. And he's like, questionable? Uh, he's like, there's nothing questionable about it. He hit me below the belt. Uh, he says, you know, I know Braun likes to call himself a monster, but the next time I face him, I'm going to show him a real monster. He says, but not tonight. Tonight's about destroying Elias. So prepare yourself. I'm about to walk with Elias. After that, we had a quick bit. Uh, Shayna, Naya, Adam Pierce backstage. They had Adam Pierce uh, the list of who they want to join them on Team Raw at Survivor Series. And then they kind of argue about who's the captain. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Naya has a really short list. Mm-hmm. And then Shayna has a really long list. <laughs> yeah. But Naya is not on Shayna's list. And at the end of this, Shayna asked Naya, was I on your list? And, and Naya just goes, you wish. <laughs> their back and forth was really, really I, I really like their I like their pairing. They're really good. Uh, so after that, we had uh, Elias versus Keith Lee. It kicked off with an Elias promo. Uh, he has a new album. WWE stands for Walk with Elias. And then I think he was about to debut a new song. Is that right? And then he got interrupted? Yeah, then Keith okay. Lee interrupted him. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he did that. Uh, our second commercial cliffhanger was uh, Keith Lee pouncing Elias over the commentary announce table. Uh, Elias, at one point after the commercial break, hit a really weird botchy looking neck breaker. Keith Lee kicked yeah, out. Commentary was trying to sell that as a drift away. Is that what it was supposed to be? That didn't look like. Okay, it looked like a, your standard issue swinging neck breaker. I think I think Keith Lee thought it was going to be a clothesline. And uh, then realized at the last second it was supposed to be a yeah swinging neck breaker. Oh, maybe. Anyways, uh, so uh, Lee's down on the ground. Elias goes up for an elbow, but uh, Jeff Hardy's music hits. Uh, uh, Elias just sort of sits up there and he's like, Err. and then uh, Keith Lee goes up, takes advantage, hits a spirit bomb on Elias for the win. Yep. Uh, as why do I have this at three? That's not a three. It was a. It was actually a pretty decent match. I'm gonna give that one three two two and a half though. Jeez, three's a lot. Yeah, it was it was a competent wrestling match. It was yeah, yeah it was a, it was a solid wrestling match. Fine. It was yeah. fine. Uh, so after Elias takes the L, Jeff Hardy comes out, clobbers Elias with guitar from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a quick bit of hurt business backstage. They're walking. Some dude rolls up to him, and MVP is all, "Where are you going?" And this guy says, "I'm just wanting to use the bathroom." And MVP says, "That's our bathroom. Did you ask?" And dude just like falls over. He, he just like throws himself on the floor. That was odd. Yeah, he just takes a flat back bump because he out of fear. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if he was one next. of the writers for. I wonder if he's helping MVP write hurt business stuff because like uh, I heard this uh, weeks ago when Otis was I think served one of the times. Mm-hmm. It was by uh, a, a woman, and it was uh, what's her face, the writer of the Otis Mandy stuff. Oh. I didn't realize that when I watched it, but then somebody on Twitter mentioned, I was like, oh my God, it's totally her. And so I wonder if they do this with maybe the writers or their intern maybe. or PAs or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. After that, we had a Randall Keith Orton interview. He's asked, are you concerned about the Fiend making an appearance tonight? He says, I got nothing to be concerned about. I'm now a 14-time champion. In the, the day, there's only one Randall Keith Orton. The only people who need to be concerned are those. And then my internet cut out. I didn't hear the punchline to the whole thing. The only people who need to be concerned are the ones that cross Randy Orton. Okay. That's what he said. All right. And that brought us to Hurt Business versus Retribution. 
so here's the thing. So yeah. we got we got MVP being eliminated because Mia Yim thought she had spiders all over. So first off, you got a Survivor Series match that's not taking place in Survivor Series. <laughs> but Bob Lashley has a champion versus champion. Match. Oh, that's that. right. That's right. Okay. So that's fine. All right. So uh, Mia Yim. So before the match, MVP has a promo. Uh, it was actually pretty good uh, comparing uh, retribution in business lingo. Raw is an asset to hurt business. Retribution is a liability. Mm, that's good. And Yeah, it's good. MVP says, like any good businessman, you don't do anything for free. So they offer to take care of retribution. But now we're looking for payment once we're done. And Shelton says they want their payment in gold. Mm. Titles. Mm. So uh, Mia gets on the apron and she starts scratching her arms. And it's like, get him off me. She gets, you know, she falls on the mat and is like kind of writhing around, scratching and like saying, get off, get, get him off me, get him off me. And that allows Slapjack to roll up MVP from behind. Uh, Retribution, they have the upper hand. The ref, it's funny too, because the ref was kept on shouting at Mia. She called it, he called her by her name, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of awkward to say, reckoning, reckoning. I know. Reckoning. I know. What are you doing, reckoning? Or, or, hey. Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, you. Yeah. And so during the commercial break, they show the picture and picture. Mia uh, faked the whole incident. Ref tosses her. Uh, and so uh, Lashley hits Slapjack with the spear. Slapjack is eliminated. Now it's 3-3. T-Bar is in. They're brawling. They get to the for- floor. They brawl. They brawl over the barricade. They brawl backstage. Double count out. Both eliminated. It's like, okay, Lashley's like major threat of hurt business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's he's... You know, like the champ, mm-hmm. he's the most dominant force in her business. So, like, okay, this the path is clear for Retribution to pick up this W. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I thought Mace would soften up Shelton, even uh-huh. if he doesn't win, soften up enough. Ali gets in there, eliminate Shelton, and then we get this great one-on-one between Ali and Cedric. Makes the story. It, it writes, writes itself. itself. It writes itself. Instead, Cedric is working over Mace a bit, hits her neuralizer. Shelton tags himself in, hits Pager, bang, Mace is eliminated. And like Shelton's basically full strength. Mm-hmm. Cedric's ba- basically full strength. Ali runs in, tries to break up the pin. He's too late. Has to stop at his tracks, you know, because he's like, oh, damn, it's a two on one situation here. So it's him and Cedric to begin. And then Ali drop kicks Shelton off the apron. And then Cedric like backdrops him eight feet in the air. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boots him out of the ring. And then uh, Ali just hits Cedric with a chair. You have and then, you have demonstrated. And then her business comes out and he runs away. You have, you have demonstrated in the past that you have like eighteen other people in hoods that could come out and well, give you a sneaky win. Here's the thing. What did what did what did Dijak say about that? He said that we took the contracts with WWE to pay our hired guns to do our dirty work. Mm-hmm. Maybe now after they signed the deals, they realize these deals ain't worth. Th- anything yeah getting pink paid such a pittance <laughs> they can't afford to hire the hired guns any longer yeah i don't know i don't know what the deal is man uh, I, I don't know i don't know i mean look if, if vince really likes the hurt business i'm all about it i really love the hurt business they're like one of my favorite factions in wwe oh, they're right so now. good they're it's awesome. like but here's the thing they are enhanced by having their backs up against the wall a bit Having to put on fights, it's it does. There's no drama. It makes them less interesting for them just to be so dominant over what should be, what has been presented as what's supposed to be a threat. 
I don't care. Like, there's no, I mean, can they be saved? Sure. Start writing them right, and you can save them. Sure. They could have saved them tonight. They could have done it tonight. They could do it every single week for the past two months. It could have been done. They just refuse to, and it it makes me not give a crap. Yeah, that makes me irritated. It makes me really irritated. Especially now that Ali Ali is part of the faction. Because I like Mustafa. I like Hurt Business a lot. Hurt Business has been doing great work for months. Um, and I don't think that's going to stop whether they're involved in retribution with retribution in this suit or not. But Ali was on the sidelines. You know, I've said this countless times. Ali was on the sidelines for so long, wrestling a main event. He's given potentially a good spot in a story that seemed like they were doing something with, maybe, only come to find, well, first of all, we should have known after he joined Retribution or was revealed as leader, he wasn't on Raw the next week. Like, how is that it? That doesn't bode well. How is it there's a guy who can come up with Killer Cross's entrance, and then there's a guy who comes up with Retribution's entrance? It ain't the same guy. Triple H does that in NXT, probably. You're probably right. Now you're catching up to me. Ooh. Okay, I think we're good. Um, yeah, you're probably right. One guy's Kevin Dunn, the other guy's Triple H. Um, yeah, it boggles my mind. Like it, it just, I, I don't get it. It's like it's you have the resources, you have the ability to put on a groundbreaking show, and there is good stuff. I really enjoy anything Bray Wyatt puts his hands on. I like good. it. But if you want me to sit there for three hours, you got to give me your all every time. Every yeah. time out the gate, you got to give me your all. Maggie says, I wish they would bring in the, his hacker skills more into the narrative. I know. They mention it. When, when are they going to cut something on the Tron that's incriminating for some member of Hurt Business? Yeah. Distract them. They get a win that way. If it's the lo- easiest thing. If, it's the easiest yeah. damn thing. You're not really sowing any chaos. You're not doing it. If that's your MO, you're not doing that. No, like, they haven't done it since in like the last month. Using your strength in numbers... To, to make WWE's enforcers, the Hurt Business, look bad would be causing some amount of chaos. It'd be causing headaches for this company you, you hate so much. You're just looking like assholes. Now they're barely an annoyance to Hurt Business. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. Barely. It's, uh, just, it's just not good storytelling. It's not after good. that, uh, backstage, uh, Angel Garza is trying to hit on Mandy and Dana Brooke. Then he sees uh, uh, Naya, and he hits on her, gives her a rose. And Shayna's like, oh, he's gross. Uh, and then we had Drew McIntyre versus The Miz. Uh, yeah, The Miz was getting his ass kicked. Morrison, while Drew was on the outside, tries to hit Drew with the briefcase, but Drew boots it out of his hands, then throws it up to the that stage. Was that was fantastic. That was really good. Then he throws Morrison like a good almost as far as he feet. threw, yeah, almost as far as he threw the briefcase. Yeah, he chucked him, uh, and then uh, Miz goes for a roll up. Uh, Drew gets out of that, hits a claymore for three. They, yeah, they're they're fended off pretty easily. Drew was like yeah. just laughing his way through the whole thing. Yeah, even with a bum knee, Drew uh, kicked out of a DDT at one. Mm-hmm. Hit some moves and then still kips up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was selling that knee, huh? And he did that. That's funny. After that, we had New Day promos all about poking fun of the Street Profits. They're hyping the Survivors. Their Survivor Series match, and Kofi is is uh, uh, is is doing the the Sleepy Dawkins thing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. So Oscar walks in. She says, "We want the smoke." She's got a match against Sasha at Survivor Series. Also, you got 
Randy versus Roman, traditional tag matches. Hurt Business walks in, uh, hypes Lashley versus Sami Zayn. And then MVP says, by the way, we got our sights set on those tag titles. Asuka talks some crap to Hurt Business and then leads the New Day Rocks chant. I like that they even went so far uh, to have New Day do the thing that Street Profits used to do, hype up shows mm. to poke fun at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. After that, we had a Drew McIntyre interview. Uh, basically, he'll take whatever steps that are necessary to win his title back. Uh, after that, we oh, and then he was like, "Oh, doesn't Randy have moment of bliss tonight?" Ooh. Uh, after that, uh, WWE officials Adam Pierce and Pat Buck are there to announce the. Uh, see, I like this. So in kayfabe, here's the thing: it could be these guys are now. The, the heads of Raw and SmackDown. They're the committee. They're the committee, right, of both shows. So mm-hmm. they're tasked with putting on the best show. And they're like, well, everybody likes brand versus brand. Let's do brand versus brand. It's like, well, we just had the draft. Look, we're new on the job. We're just trying to do something fun here. You know, Vince told us to do brand versus brand. We got to do brand versus brand. We got to do brand versus brand. Uh, so anyways, uh, he says, uh, here are the women. We're going to announce the women representing Raw at Survivor Series. Uh, Nia, uh, Jax, and Shayna. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And then Nia's like, hold on a second. Uh, you know, why want to, as the captain of the team, the fifth person should be announced uh, by the team captain. That's me. And Shane is like, no, I'm the team captain. They start arguing over that. And then Adam Pierce, Scrap Iron's like, hold on a second. The fifth person is going to be decided by a fatal four way that starts right now. And here are the competitors Lana, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Nikki Cross with Larson's new favorite theme music. Dreadful. Yeah, dreadful. The I mean, the song itself isn't terrible. It's just it's just so ill fitting for Nikki. Doesn't really suit her. Uh, doesn't suit her at all. On the other hand, if this is something she chose, maybe she likes it. Maybe she's into it. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, we had a cliffhanger ending on Nikki falling to the outside. Love these. You love these. <laughs> you do. I'm sorry. A cliffhanger commercial on uh, Nikki falling to the outside. We come back and we don't know how that's resolved. I was I was just really happy. Like we were texting back and forth about this match, and I called the ending. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, what was our what was our back and forth on that one? You said uh, oh, either I said Nikki's Nikki. going to win this or or Lana because she's been going through the table so much. And I said no, Lana's going to win. Then go then through go the through the table. So yeah, unfortunately, your prognostication skills. I woke uh, up today, basically Nostradamus, after uh, snoozing in the predi- on the predictions front for the better part of the year. Yeah, I'm losing. I'm, my tea leaves are going are going soggy. Uh, so I think at Survivor Series, you have a decent uh, decent chance of picking up Big Red there. We'll see. That remains to be seen. Uh, I mean, anyways, Lashley uh, clearly is going to beat Sami Zayn. Uh, I feel like Sash is going to beat Asuka. Uh, or, sorry, Bailey's going to cost Sasha. Yeah. Uh I feel like somebody's uh, going to cause any number of people are going to cost Randy that, that the, the Roman match. You, yeah. Regardless of so Roman's winning that one. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the, the raw women's team are getting, is getting off to a really bad start. So Lana wins. Uh, she takes advantage of a bunch of stuff going on, uh, gets the win, uh, after, uh, uh, Nikki and Lacey and Peyton do kind of like a, a tower of dupe thing. Mm hmm. As she tosses Peyton Royce out of the ring, covers Nikki for the win. And then Nia seems like really happy. She's clapping for Lana. Says, come on, give me a hug. <laughs> Embrace. But then she doesn't let go. And then she directs Shayna to clear off the announce table. Yeah, she's holding enough. her. She won't let her. She goes, oh. go ahead and clear it. Clear the table. It was, uh, so it, was it was funny stuff. And Shayna was like, 
okay. <laughs> Reluctantly, really she's like, good. okay, we're going to do this. It was really good. And yeah. she put her through the table. I really liked it. That was funny stuff. Although, would it be it'd be pretty crazy if this whole thing was, was, was built up. Lana gets Team Raw the win. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I would love that. I would love that. That would be great. Um, yeah, Shana and Naya, they've basically become the women's APA, which is all mm-hmm. I've ever wanted for anybody is to become the new APA. That's basically mm-hmm. what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, we have uh, Randy Orton. Randy interview. Orton interview. He doesn't care that the fiend is going to be there. That, that moment of bliss, probably. What's, that's, that's once the it. fiend was there, it did seem like Randy Orton cared quite a bit. <laughs> he just felt crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was all paranoid walking out there, too. He wouldn't even sit down next to Alexa. Pretty Blitz. great. After that, we had Matt Riddle and Sheamus trying to put on a oh, match no, you of the forgot, year. You, you forgot a part, Steve. What did I forget? The Ali promo. Oh, 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 no, because Matt Riddle came out first for that, oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, qualifier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had the yeah. match listed. But yeah, I before gotcha, the gotcha. actual match, we had a Mustafa Ali promo. I just have written down here in my Steve notes, no one fucking cares. You lose always. You are the definition of buried. So I don't know what yeah. he said. No, he pretty much said, it doesn't matter if we win. We win when we when you suffer. And we win when we caught. When they will win because they decide when you will get shut down. So they're winning because I hate how they're being booked? Yeah, I guess so. That's deep. That's really deep stuff. Um, after that, uh, we had the actual match. Matt Riddle versus Sheamus, six-star Tokyo Dome Affair. This uh, was hard-hitting, man. The commercial cliffhanger featured... A wrestler falling to the outside. <laughs> All the commercial cliffhangers have I, featured a wrestler. That's how it always happens. Falling that's to the outside. That's how it always happens, man. <laughs> someone takes a bump. Now I'm so conditioned on any WB product when someone takes a bump to I the know. floor. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to hit the fast forward if I record it because I know a commercial break is I coming. know I'm about to see the new pub burger commercial for Wendy's. Um or even better. The most ill-named product on the market, Nugenics. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was sitting there watching Raw, and that commercial comes on. Lacey pipes her head up. Did they just say Eugenics? I'm like, no, Lace. It's Nugenics. She's like, why would anybody name their company Eugenics? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. This was a really fun match. Hard hitting. 
Uh, it looked like Matt Riddle's about to pull out the win. However, Sheamus was working over his back too much. Riddle goes for a bro, Derek. His back gives out. Sheamus hits him with the bro kick to get the W. He is now part of Team Raw along with Keith Lee and AJ Styles. That was a hell of a good match, though. It was hard-hitting, man. <laughs> it was a Fair really good watch. match. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we had a moment of bliss. I really liked Alexa's transition to Firefly Funhouse. Alexa, I thought now, it was pretty Now, did you effective. notice that her theme is slightly different? I did notice that, yeah. yeah. And it was subtle, and it was very well done. I just, just really wonder... I a little hope. ominous bass in there. Dude, you want to go all the way with this? Give her... She doesn't need a mask, necessarily. Some other visual cue. And, hey, I would not, I would not complain if they got whoever did Bray's theme to do a version like of... a metal a, version of hers? That would be rad. That'd, That'd be, be something cool. else. So, anyways, uh, uh, Randy comes down. He's looking pretty paranoid, looking around, and all behind the LED screens. Uh, and uh, she asks, she's all being very bubbly, uh, says, did it surprise you that they were, that you were able to deliver such a super-duper performance at Hell in a Cell? And he's like, and and he won't sit down. He's standing yeah. there. She's like, Randy, you can have a seat. And he's like, no, I think I'll stand. And he says, what is there for me to be surprised about? I wasn't surprised. Alexa, do you want to talk about surprises? Do you have one for me? And she's like, no, I don't have any surprises, especially after last night when you and Drew McIntyre burned the house down. And he says, and there it is. Burn the house down, huh? Listen, I know Bray Wyatt better than anybody. I know that he's close. So I'm going to ask you this one time. Where is the fiend? Alex just starts laughing. Drew McIntyre's music hits. He comes down with a head full of steam. They start fighting Alexa Bliss. Goes up to one of the turnbuckles and just laughing the entire time. Drew's tossing all the furniture out of the ring. He starts, he's really beating the crap out of Randy. He loads up in the corner for a Claymore. The lights go down. The Fiend stuff happens. Uh, and then uh, the, the red lights come back up. Randy has made his way up the ramp. Drew is still in the ring. And as Randy is backing his way up the ramp, he stops. And he just sort of puts his head down because he feels... What is he behind senses. him? He and senses he barely, barely his turns his head. Just so you can maybe get a, a, a little glimpse of the fiend in your peripheral vision. It's the thumbnail for this episode. I capped it. But he, but he doesn't. He doesn't ever turns around. He he looks at Drew, heavy sigh, and he goes with the devil he knows, man. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. goes back to the ring to fight Drew rather than have to deal with the fiend. Mm-hmm. Yep. They yeah. brawl some more. Yeah. It was really good. I, I really like how they sold that. Where Orton had an opportunity to. You know, deal with demons from his past, or just as I said, deal with the devil he knows, and he wants the devil he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, was really, really good. good stuff. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I, I didn't. My actual my internet cut out. Oh, okay. So uh, he goes back. He and Drew brawl are all around the ringside. Okay, so I saw that. I just didn't see when like the oh. lights came back up because it was it went from red to like normal yeah, yeah. lights. So when yeah, when Randy goes back down to the rings. Walks back towards Drew. Mm-hmm. Lights come back up. Okay, okay. And they brawl around some more in the ringside area, and they actually were, were seemed like they were starting to go over time because uh, Randy's on top of Drew after he belly to back him onto the announce table, doing some ground and pan, and the show just ends. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the Snoop Dogg Corona commercial. I kind of feel like they're just going to do. I think Vince really likes the WCW endings. Uh, that's what I. That's what I got the feeling. I didn't think that was supposed to be like a definitive finish. Like they did last week, where it was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what's going to happen now?" 
Vince is all about the cliffhangers now, man. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Anyways, let's uh we have some time here. Let's answer let's take some a few questions, yeah. Questions, yeah. I got uh, a gaming Patreon with Cage over here and yeah, I'll be a Twitch guy. Uh do Twitch now. Be gaming with Cage says Clearly, Mercedes was the one that made retribution super powerful. Ali can't even balance <laughs> it out, and Cedric made hurt business go from jobbers to winners. So the key is to get Cedric or Mercedes on your team. I still think it was Malcolm Bivens. I think when they were like a lot smaller, and I'm pretty sure he was a member. It was either him or Jesse Kamea or maybe Chelsea Green, because that's when they were. I think at they their... were all. I think they were all involved at some point. That yeah, I think they were. That's when they were at their strongest. Before any of these, the current crop were even part of it. See, I'm just trying to do something has it right. It says it's crazy because Face Ali would have tried to take on all her business. I know. 100%. I know. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, if one of you had held the Money in the Bank briefcase, would you give the other a title shot after winning the belt? So if you held the Money in the Bank briefcase and I won the belt... No, no, no. I cashed in. I'm champion now. Oh, wow. But since we're friends, do I grant my friend a title shot? Uh, what have you, you done to earn it? Would it de- okay. I, I beat a bunch of people. Have you, though? Yes. Who? Jobbers? Not impressed. Bob Lashley. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Andrew All right. in a handicap okay. match. Okay, okay. Well, guess what? you got to face them again in another handicap match, win that, and then you get a title shot. Okay, fair enough. Uh, if 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 it was opposite and I had the title, and you're on the Money in the Bank, I would call my lawyer and have you transfer to another brand. No title shot for me. you. you and that other brand is called Main Event. You should be scared of me. That's part of the raw <laughs> brand, man. Uh, Dang MQ says Oscar was great in the New Day segment. Oscar is third member of New Day confirmed. Yeah, she's terrific. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, great. We got to mention this. Gregory asks, "How great was Jordan's turtleneck attire tonight?" Oh, it was great. Oh man, it was off great. the charts. That dude looks off like a charts. trillion dollars. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Zine Zias, New Day and Street Profits were friends two weeks ago. Now they're acting like they've been feuding since Mania. Oh, that was just some. That was just some. Some. That was some just that ribbon. Was just that was crap some ribbon. Talk. Yeah. yeah there was- it's not like it's the Usos in New Day here. Uh, uh, JT Savage says, why couldn't they just do this chaos angle with sanity? I hate how they just throw together factions we don't want and destroy factions we do like. It's, it's a like, question. They, I mean, they know what we like, and then they decide to not use them properly. But since we're upset about it, they're winning. <laughs> That's the retributions thing, yeah. Um. Mr. Sinister, should AJ and Finn start up their version of Bullet Club with Jordan being their bad luck valet? Oh, that'd be great. They quit. He'd be rub. You'd be like scraping the the ceiling of Thunderdome if you do the thing where Finn gets on Jordan's uh, shoulders. <laughs> that'd be pretty great, though. Uh, Dan Daniels the third thinks Bianca Belair is going to get Team SmackDown the win. Could be. Could be. I love the scenario of Lana getting that win though, because it's mm-hmm. a pretty big stage, pretty big deal. She she's earned it. She deserves it. Uh, it's probably going to be Nia just going to take her out <laughs> for the table spot, though. Oh, so Die Hard Homer mentions this. Sorry to interrupt. I, I read about this today that Tucker's profile is back on the SmackDown roster on WWE.com. Oh. Hmm. 
Well, maybe oh, just look, just kayfabe it. Just just give us a reason for that something, happening. Something. Have to say Tucker requested to go back to SmackDown so we can beat up on Otis. That's enough. Just give me that. Yeah. Give me some explanation. Yeah. Uh, Rain Trigger with Roman versus Jay being an I Quit match mixed with Hell in a Cell. What other match types would be a cool combination? You called it yesterday. Hell in a Cell Inferno match. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Um, says I can see Angel Garza and Nia Jax being like China and Eddie. Uh, yeah, that could be fun. That could be fun. That would be fun. I how think about, that would be fun. How about this for matches? An Iron Man table match where you know how in a tables match you got to go through a table? Well, yeah. you have 60 minutes to go through the most number of tables. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds amazing, to be honest with you. As a viewer, yes. As yeah. a wrestler, that sounds horrible. Oh, awful. Horrible. Um, Crossface Chicken Stain says, I remember the question from a past video of someone losing a title before Survivor Series. Could Sami Zayn be the one to lose maybe to Daniel Bryan? Uh, it's a possibility, but I don't think they're adverse to revisiting the the Zane Lashley thing. Um, it kind of poke fun at how bad the creative. Oh, I think they'll revel in it. Given that they're both in a much better spot, they they will have fun with it. I I, yeah. I can believe that. Rich here actually has a pretty decent explanation for why NXT is not there, and it's one that's pretty obvious. COVID. Oh, he yeah. says, are we to assume won't be Raw SmackDown NXT Survivor Series since NXT had the COVID scare and they don't want to mix rosters? That is entirely possible. Yeah, that is very likely, actually. Yeah, Good yeah. Point. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Uh, sort of talked about that already. Uh, Hoodlum oh, Jorge D says, "Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead." Hoodlum Joe Bro, would Miz cashing in during the Orton Roman match backfire, or will the cash in be saved for 2021? Boy, that's playing with fire. If you're in kayfabe, if you're Miz, you stay away from that match. Unless you have Randy and Roman involved, the potential for Drew to be out there, Bray to be out the there, fiend, yeah. Now, you could say, well, as you mentioned earlier, if Miz perhaps knows how to swim in those particular type of waters, Take that being said, there's the a lot of there's a lot of people out there that are way overpowered than the Miz involved in that. <laughs> now, if you want to be ready, because if somehow with all that chaos, Randy is left laying after three spears, three Superman punches, uh, a sister Abigail and three Claymores, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're all cleared out and Randy's laying there. You run like hell, and you try it, but Randy's scary. He is. He is scary. Jorge D. with the abrupt endings, what other WCW Nitro tropes would you guys like for Vince to bring back? Oh, wow. Robin Hood. Well, that was just the show that happened after. He has no control over that. Sure, he can make a phone call at USA Network. And say, I want to bring back Robin yeah, Hood? Yeah, Raw's, Raw's USA's highest rated program. He's got sway. Not that, not programming over the network sway. They'd be like, right, we're w- doing... WWE Films new TV show, Robin Hood, with Patrick Bergen. Done. Do you know how cheap Chrisley is to film? That is like the cheapest shit. That's like what airs after Raw, isn't it? All right, fine. Cast Chrisley as Robin Hood, then. Or Modern Family re- uh, reruns. That's like, wait. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Todd. <laughs> hey, little, what is it? Who's the guy? Little John? Is that the guy? Little John, yeah. yeah hey, little John. John. 
We're going to paint some <sighs> naked ladies today. Uh, Trilly says, Ali has really good heel face. What are some other heels who show it well on their facial expressions? Roman. <laughs> Roman's got best heel face. He's got a great heel because he's got the Holy fake. shit. He's got the fake teeth. Well, it's because he doesn't. I didn't notice this during the match, but I saw on Twitter that after the match, he, he wiped away his tears and like kind of brushed them off. Oh, I love it. That's oh, great. Oh, so good. He's been it taking so act- good. In kayfabe, he's been taking acting classes to mess with people. Uh, let's see here. We'll do one more and then we'll call it a day, but we'll stick around for the Twitch crowd. Uh, Dero Hay says, uh, will WWE fix the Fiend and Randy's WrestleMania match and have Bliss pick up the Raw Women's Championship to build a new power couple? I hope that's where this is going. Mm-hmm. I think that could mm-hmm. be really... I don't know about Mania. That's kind of far away. But, uh, but yeah, I think you could redo that stupid Mania match, make something really cool out of, uh, out of those mm-hmm. two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Anyways, that's totally. it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of your questions. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.